And we are back <laughs> with another episode of the Husky Babu. <sighs> Just this is your Husky Babu, Jonathan. Yeah, and my other end is uh, yeah, Ariel. Uh, like you need to know, I've been doing this since day one. Okay, we we might have new listeners this week. They yeah. might not know who we are. Like they care. <laughs> they, they, they need to know what the two cartoon characters who, who's who. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Any what is this number? One eighteen. One eighteen. One eighteen. One eighteen. One eighteen, sirs. One eighteen. So we don't have to give them the warning, right? Of uh, we're not responsible for any bills. No, 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 no. You're listening to this at your own risk. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you found this. And you choose to listen. You chose violence. <laughs> you, you woke up this morning. And you chose woke violence. up this morning and bought yourself a gun. All right. So now it's there. No, that's uh, uh, the Sopranos thing. Oh well, Nas had a song like that. I'm sorry. I'm the old one in the group. Yeah, about ten years, but that's oh, not bad. <laughs> You didn't hear that one. No, I didn't hear oh, that hi, one. Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi. <laughs> Who's Mark? Uh, that's a <laughs> that's an old reference. Anyway, do we have any? Uh, no postmortem people no that post-mortem? we need to, to uh, acknowledge that has recently departed. Uh, well, I mean, there is one person. Um, I don't know if you watch. Do you watch Wildin' Out? Nah. Well, one of their models who was, I mean, she wasn't that famous, but she was famous. She passed away. She was going like, like 24 hours before she passed away. She put this thing on, I guess one of the VH1 doctors. She was like, I'm going for like a mommy makeover. And then uh, 24 hours, reports came out that she passed away. 32, I think. Dang. So uh, what do you think, uh, Miss? Treatment, misdiagnose, what? Well, I mean, she wasn't sick or anything. So um, they probably injected her with something they shouldn't have, did something they shouldn't have. Have no idea, but yeah, no details came out yet about what was going on. Um, you know, she was in Miami to do this thing. And uh, I'm reading here now. It says, according to Stanford Medicine, a mommy makeover surgery entails a combination of various procedures tailored to the patient's. um, Hold on. What happened? I just had it. It does Um, that sometimes. Yeah. Patient's preference. And it can include any combination (laughs) of the following Tommy Tuck breast. Enlargement, obviously, breast lift, liposuctions, and uh-huh. something down there. Uh, but typically, the standard mommy makeover entails a, a tummy tuck and breast thing. Um, Basically, want to look younger. Yeah, um, I'm reading here that which is was, odd because she's thirty. She was thirty-two. She had like three, four kids, like like back to back to back. Oh, 
So they were believing in that whole multiply uh, fill of the Well, fill she the was earth. dating this guy called DC Young Fly. He's like one of the hot hit makers on that show. It's a it's a uh, it's a Nick Cannon show. He mm-hmm. came up with the idea. He he's the whole thing behind it. And he's and the guy she was with. Obviously, they met on that show. Was um, they were together. Um, I'm reading here. She says she was staying at Homewood Street by um, Hilton, Miami, downtown, where she was found unresponsive on the evening of May 31st. According to Miami's police department, incident reported obtained by the Times, police were dispatched and she was transported to Mercy Hospital, where she, despite um, recession efforts, she was pronounced dead shortly before midnight. The case is still under investigation. Hmm. So, because I watched that show, um, I guess I'll, I'll, okay. do that. I'll do that rest in peace on that part of okay. her. So, well, but, I, I just posted uh, our picture right now that we are recording. So you're listening. Yeah, we rec- we posted it right now as we're recording. So, okay. <laughs> like, oh, I got to be witness of that. We <laughs> recorded it. Yay. People are going to be with us like, why? What's with all the black movie reference? <laughs> Don't, oh, look, y'all watch. You Don't y'all watch anything else? <laughs> I don't know. Are the other ones funny? No, so no, we ain't watching. If it ain't funny, we ain't watching it. You gotta level up. You gotta level up. You gotta get up on that level, son. If you want us to be watching it and constantly playing it and constantly putting it out there, then you just gotta level up. You've got to level up. I mean, like. It doesn't even have to be a movie. It just has to be something iconic. Something like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Emotional damage. Where's the therapy button? We're going to keep this. We're going to let it go. Mm, I can't even reach (laughs) (laughs) Good thing I interrupted the word. Anyway. You gotta level up on that level. You gotta get up on that level. If you want us to reference you, yeah, yes, an oh. obscure podcast listened by two people in the whole wide world planet, in the whole wide world. Okay. In the whole wide world, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Top five security of the world, Craig. <laughs> you gotta play that one. Not just in Cranshaw, Craig. In the world, Craig. <laughs> Oh, you want this one then? We gotta get out this corner with that. Excuse me, sugar. What did you just say? You heard me when I said. I said y'all always gotta move up off this corner. Uh, Well, you better watch your little filthy mouth here. Now you are talking to children of the Lord. That's right. I want you to know who you talking to, too. Yeah. Top flight motherfucking security. Oh. Oh. Minutes, Daddy. You can't talk to these old ass ladies like that. Oh, oh. Just back me up and do your damn job. Now y'all move on. Take wait, that wait, shit. Wait a minute, bitch. Now I ain't no killer. You understand me? Okay. 
But don't you punch me. Don't you touch me. Mm, you gonna make me blow this whistle. I'll clear all this shit out Just with you. Just fuck you and your whistle. <laughs> right. Y'all trying to use the Lord to sell pussy on this point. I already know. Oh, my God. Let's go on to church, and we're going to pray for these niggas. See, that's the level we're talking about. You got to level up. You want a reference in this podcast. You got you to gotta get up on that level. You got to get up on that level. Like you gotta go like score like it's, it's touching the surface of the sun level, like Bernie Mac level, <laughs> pops level. Those individuals, Uncle, Uncle Joe. Oh, oh my god, no, he scorched the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Joey scorched. By the way, speaking of Uncle Joey, uh, he hinted this week on his podcast, uh, you know, Uncle Joey, Uncle Joey's joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he might be retiring from no. doing podcasts. No. Yes. That he uh, he says that he after the book after the book came out, he says I pretty I think I run out of things to talk about because I pretty much put it everything on pen and paper. Nah, come on. He said that he already he he said I don't want to be one of those guys that talk about my life experiences and whatnot and just make that my whole spiel. Like I said, I, I'm I'm an old man. I ain't got the energy for this anymore. So he's gonna concentrate. I think it's just doing his stand up, uh, doing locally in New Jersey. He'll travel every once in a while. I mean, Joe Rogan will always put the bat signal on him, and he always <laughs> like some a few guys I know that can twist his arm to get him to do something. Uh, Joe is one of them. Uh, Tom Segura is also one of them. Burt Kreischer, all, all those guys from his old days in the comedy store back in L.A. Those are the guys that that could twist his arm and make him come back to do stand up at least. But as he, he says that he thinks he's not a hundred percent sure, but he feels like he could be done doing podcast for the time being. So that would be a, a massive loss uh, for us because <laughs> this man has given us a plethora of material <laughs> to oh talk God. about. All we talk about. Listen, <laughs> man, he is our well. <laughs> he is the water of our wells. <laughs> I mean, what can I, mean, I say? Vinnie Mac has been slowing down. No, Vinnie Mac has been <laughs> keeping a low profile because yeah. his dingling got him in a lot of trouble. <laughs> His little ding-a-ling was like, uh, can I go out now? No, you son of a bitch. Nah, you stay here, bitch. <laughs> you, you, know, you, you ain't s- going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Like, we just signed like a $9 billion deal. We'll endeavor. And you want to screw this up? Hell to the no. <laughs> Daddy, Vinnie Mac <laughs> got to get paid. <laughs> Lin- Linda might leave my ass and I got to give her half She of that. done left him. Yeah, but she didn't, they didn't divorce the No, 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 but they're basically that, separated. Yeah, they're separated, but if they divorce, homie's giving up a lot of money. He's probably gave her a He deal, better like, be. I know he's not a believing man on the good Lord above, but he must be on his knees every damn day <laughs> on his mm-hmm. knees that that woman don't take him to the cleaners because guess what? When they got married, there was no such thing as a prenup. <laughs> And she was with them from the beginning. And she wasn't. She's a day one, son. A Mm -hmm. day one. When he wasn't worth a flip, he he wasn't worth a carton of a a McDonald's Happy Meal. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's low. <laughs> if you need, if you need some illustration, that's low. That is low. I mean, they no happy meal inside. <laughs> no burgers, no cheeseburgers, no fries, no nuggets, no. not even the little thing with the ketchup come in. <laughs> Nothing. Just the box. Just the box. There's a promise, but ain't nothing in there. (laughs) And she stood by that man through thick and thin. And boy, (laughs) what thickness with him spring minky all over the place. (laughs) That savage animal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like you talk your you talk about your Ric Flairs, you talk about your Will Chamberlains. These are men who admitted <laughs> their stuff. So they, they would put their stuff on front street. These are people that are like they're not trying to hide the sun with their finger. This dude been slinging dick for 40 years. <laughs> this dude been slinging dick for 40 years. 40 years. You know how much minky juice has been sprayed in 40 years? <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Let's just say that, man. I'll just say that. Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair must be doing the numbers. They're like, man, I got to level up. Like, Dude, you're in your 70s. Why you think he's still going? <laughs> they let him go. He think he still could do an all-nighter for four girls at a time. <laughs> They let him loose. He th- he still think he got it. <laughs> no, what you need is a giant box of Viagra's <laughs> and some heart medication too to go with it. And be careful not to mix both because you may be <laughs> you may be stuck one on them pools. <laughs> My check out at one time. I get some oxygen for that man too. Dude, my, they, they gotta put an IV on him. <laughs> the fact that that man is still alive is a miracle of science miracle, of yeah. God. I don't know how he has a broken back from an airplane crash. Hence, the reason he never has taken a proper backflip or back bump in his entire duration of his career check all look at all the flips he takes he's always on the side never a full black flag because he says oh and when they tell him like when they told him that he should never drink anymore after he recovered from that near death experience that he had a couple of years ago the doctors told him you should not be drinking he says you are the same people that told me i should never wrestle when i broke my back and i got a 30 plus year career out of it why the hell do I think I would listen to you? <laughs> this dude—he's on another level. Is another, is another animal. He's another animal. He will always go with the flow. He ain't no good. <laughs> like father of the year, he is not. <laughs> Husband of the year oh, will never be. <laughs> never, not even close. Like. <laughs> Those must be some very lonely Father's Day. <laughs> I'm not trying to be ma- making fun of him or, or, or disrespect the man, because the man has provided us with. I mean, m- in my personal case, over 30 years of uh, 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 over 30 years, like 40 years of entertainment. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I knew who Ric Flair was. 
I knew who Ric Flair was. And I got to see him in his heyday, in his prime. Because like the 90s, that's when he was, you know, the decline was starting. He was starting to be an old man. He was already in his 40s, going on his 50s. He was already, uh, he was in his late 30s, going on his 40s, going and going to his 50s. Like the 90s and 2000s, that's when he was in his 50s. And now the man is in his 70s, and he thought that he could still go, and he made one last match, which was like watching a poltergeist. <laughs> it, was, it was not bueno. I saw some of the bits of the match. I was like, okay, in one of these, he ain't going to come up. <laughs> he, he is not going to come up. He's not going to come back up. Like when the match ended, literally his son-in-law had to pick him up from the floor. <laughs> His son-in-law had to pick him up from the floor. He was like, Rick, Rick, estás bien? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you had to go to Spanish, bro. Well, he's, he's Mexican. I know he's Spanish, bro, but still. But I didn't do no accent. I just, Rick, estás bien? I didn't do no accent, man. <laughs> I wasn't being disrespectful. I was I like. Saying, but it's just it was like, hello, you okay? <laughs> like, Rick, are you okay? Hello? Rick. Oh. Rick, papá. <laughs> Papi. Papá. Okay? Papá, tú estás de pieto. <laughs> oh, shit. Charlie's going to kill me now. Like, anda el diablo. Ahora me va a matar la rubia. Da pa' el carajo en que el lío me metí. What the fuck did I get myself into? Fuck this shit, I'm out. Like, I'm out in 5,000. <laughs> like, where's the law? Over there? How's it go? <laughs> But what about Rick? I don't know where you're there. See you later. Bye. Hello, I'm out, yo. I'm already halfway Mexico. <laughs> yo, when you think about the stuff that they used to pull back in the late 90s, that was some racist ass shit, man. Mm-hmm. And wrestling, like, you remember some of the promos that Rock did to, like, for example, uh, Eddie Guerrero? Yeah. That was some racist ass shit, man. Yeah, it was. It was racist. We ain't going to repeat it. Because <laughs> no, we're, we're not. We're not going to repeat it. <laughs> that reminded me of this morning <laughs> in church. Oh, man. <laughs> in a Bible study, a Sunday school Bible study, this brother, he's hard. He came from a hard life. God had been redeeming him and everything, but he did his time. And he started talking, you know, real talk. <laughs> he said the BS word <laughs> in the church. What? BS? A bullshit? Uh, uh, <laughs> he went bullshit. bullshit. And then he said the N word a couple of times. Oh, damn. <laughs> but in his defense, he is half black. So <laughs> he's kind of. So he should have only said half the word then. <laughs> uh, no, he owned it up <laughs> multiple times over. <laughs> He owned it. And, and when somebody was telling him, yo, you can't say that no more. It was like, I'm half black. I can say it. <laughs> I can say it. I can say it. Y'all can't, but I can. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, yeah, I, my skin complexion compels me never to say that word ever. <laughs> Because I'm white as rice. <laughs> you are rice. 
<laughs> I'm white as you're rice. All, you're all rice. You're all Dominican. I'm, I, I, I guess I, I drew that that straw, <laughs> the yeah. genetic G pool. I lucked out on that one. I mean, look, DR, I always find it amusing because people in DR, sometimes they want to act like there ain't no racism in DR. Hell yeah, there is. <laughs> Hell yeah, there is. And the word that that board that that video I showed you, bullshit, a bullshit, a bullshit, a bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, there's some freaking racism in DR. It's just that I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's an accepted thing. As sad as that sounds, it's an accepted. It, it's taken. It it, it 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 is what it is. You know, so people don't take offense as they should, as they do here. You know, but it's it don't make it right. <laughs> it don't make it right. It don't make it good. It's just that let's just say people are like, yeah, whatever, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> you know, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying that it's OK. I'm not saying that's why I never participated in that kind of shit over there in DR when people started talking about like. You know, the traditional thing is more with the Haitians. Like, they'll take care of anybody. They don't care about their skin complexion as long as that uh, cedula or the ID in DR says Dominican. <laughs> they don't care your skin complexion as long as it says Dominican. As long as if it don't say Dominican and your skin complexion is darker than dark, <laughs> there'll be a problem. <laughs> there'll be a problem because automatically they assume that, one, you're Haitian, and then, two, you the enemy. That it happens. I'm not saying every Dominican is that way. It's the same thing as here. Like not all white people are racist. Mm -hmm. You know, the same thing. I'm just saying culturally, there's a difference between the Haitians and Dominicans, unfortunately. But there's some people, I believe the newer generations are being more, uh, shall we say open-minded. Uh, towards we should uh, all be open minded. Uh, towards accepting people, not because of their race, uh, their color, skin color, or the race, but as Martin Luther King said, by the uh, the content of their character. You know, it, that's what you should. That's what how you should be judging people by the content of their character. The skin complexion ain't got shit to do whether you are good or bad human being. That works both ways. Don't assume that all white peoples are the devils. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh-huh. assume well you know some people assume oh he the white devil <laughs> yeah yeah you never heard that expression the white devil <laughs> no it quits watcha <laughs> you sound like you were speaking some kind of asian language there. that's that's from uh ace ventura uh pet det- uh ace ventura 2 that, i don't remember that i watched it but i don't remember that, that yeah that, that well Tommy Davison acted as an African uh, warrior and fought Ace Ventura when he threw him the spear in the leg. Oh, I remember that thing, but I don't remember. Yeah, what but he, he said. called him Equitsuocha. And then when he asked him, what the hell is Equitsuocha means? He's a white devil. <laughs> Damn. The white devil. <laughs> and I remember at work, in the, back in the yard, there was a bunch of uh, uh, Dominicans raised in, in the States, you know, deported. <laughs> Anyway, 
Shots fired. Anyway. <laughs> fired. That was more like a grenade thrown. <laughs> like, <laughs> right in the asshole. Anyway. <laughs> On you. <laughs> anyway. Every time a, a white ball did something, they call it, oh, they go and quit to watch it right there. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, oh, so y'all remember that movie? The hell yeah, the white devils. <laughs> they were like, yeah, they, this boy, a white devil. So that way, so when they come, oh, that's a good to watch it, good to watch it. <laughs> they all thought that, y'all talking African or something? <laughs> Actually, we are. <laughs> Un poquito. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. So that, that, that was inter interesting uh, today. I mean, again, one of the reasons I love going to that church is because people are real. Unfortunately, churches get this, well, not unfortunately, well, yeah, unfortunately, but it, it, it is a sad reality. Most churches, and I excuse my language because I, I, I'm supposed to be controlling my language, but, but goddamn, <laughs> these past few weeks, whoa, whoa. I've been you can't, you can't say church and then say goddamn, okay? Those two words don't go to the same thing. <laughs> That's my point exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, these things, like, you're supposed to be like, oh, you're acting apart. But then some people go to an extreme of acting apart that they're so freaking fake, you know? I mean, you probably met a few. <laughs> you probably met a You probably <laughs> met a few. I'm trying to be optimistic here. <laughs> I'm trying to be very optimistic. Here. I'm trying to keep it nice with a bow tie on it. It's difficult to put a bow tie on shit, but <laughs> but we're doing the best we can under the circumstances. We did that together for a year and a half. Oh, <laughs> Woo, you talk about shots right right there. That's a nuclear holocaust we did right it there. For a year and that, a half that's a gaping hole right in the face of planet Earth right there. A gaping hole, bleeding out of his asshole. <laughs> like, why? Why you had to go there? It's why? Like, it's like eating. It's after like you eat Taco Bell, and you're just like, oh Ooh. damn, I'm in for a good one. Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> That's what they call it. Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> you're gonna be speaking in other languages in the bathroom, like oh. In a very high pitched voice. <laughs> your eyes rolling in the back of your head <laughs> like the Undertaker. <laughs> you think you're demon possessed? <laughs> Come out, demon! Come out! <laughs> and the demon manifested in, in feces. I tried! <laughs> and then when it comes out, it's Cain when he puts it on. <laughs> it's just sprayed. <laughs> God, that's descriptive. It's like um, the guy in Dumber Dumber. What was his oh, name? Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, Lloyd, when he's oh, that toilet don't flush. Oh. <laughs> Rolling his eyes in the back of his head. Freaking legs are out to like his head. That's how far he had him up. <laughs> Demons, be gone. <laughs> Be gone in the name of Jesus. Get an exorcist, please. Ah. <laughs> oh, man. 
Then the sigh of relief. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh there comes round two. <laughs> it just gave birth. <laughs> don't tell us women that we don't know what we're giving birth. This feels like. Oh, no, no, no. You, you trying to get us killed. Bro. I don't agree with him, okay? I don't agree with him. <laughs> I was comedic effect. I'm not being let, real. Let your wife kill you, okay? <laughs> She yeah she had an epidermal. <laughs> she it didn't, don't matter. She didn't feel. <laughs> did, did you carry that? No that no 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 no. Nine months. People, I'm joking. Okay, I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, we are so damn pussy. <laughs> we are so damn pussies that like just the thought like when they pull that human being out of her body, you see that coming out and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> just fall right to the ground right. oh jesus women are tougher than you think man women be tougher than you think and then they turn like into an exorcist oh, yeah. <laughs> someone well, possessed by the demon it's like okay. you don't know the real force <laughs> out of them when they come and go, you did this to me <laughs> you come did here. this to me you piece of shit I will fuck you up <laughs> like, jesus no Jesus, no! <laughs> Jesus! Sat on, on the bed. Help me, Lord! <laughs> Just holding into that corner of the bed, and she's ripping your clothes up. Well, that's a scene for no, don't be a menace. <laughs> uh, uh, motherfucker, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> about scary movie too when Martin keep Lauren, the bag uh, on keep the Marley bag on with the ghost I just put the bag over your head keep, keep, keep the bag on no 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 don't take it off don't take it off don't take it off don't take it off keep it on keep it on keep it on yeah, I was watching this comedian Steve Torino and this was like in his early stage before he had his um, I think his daughter but his first child was a son I gotta send you that skit it's like the doctor calls him out. He goes, I think we need to give her up a door. What is this we? I don't work here. You do. I'm just trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> he said he was um he was on a trip with um Brad Garrett, the guy from um Everyone uh, Loves Rain. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Brad Garrett is the guy from the uh, guy. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, he does the shows for one of those sub things Jimmy, Jimmy John or whatever and he was on the show with him and they were like and the crowd was going like oh and he's like don't think I'm a dick this was two weeks before her due date <laughs> so he she calls him and goes I think you need her, his wife calls him and says I think you need to come come home I'm having this child so he goes to Bagger and says uh, Brad I gotta leave my wife is having uh, having our baby he goes, you go ahead. He goes, he signs him a check for the rest of the week and then gives a gives him a, uh, an envelope that says baby. <laughs> Long story short, he goes, gets there, and his wife is in labor for 26 hours. He goes, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing you guys are. I couldn't have done the show. <laughs> wow. Then he opens up the envelope after, and that's this is before he says the whole Dr. Epidural thing. And he opens up at the end, he opens up the envelope and it was $25,000 that Brad Garrett gave the baby. Brad Garrett. Yeah. So the uh, he's like, oh, babe, we can't keep this. We got to give her back. She goes, um, uh, no. 
we're going to keep that money. <laughs> <laughs> so they named the baby after him and after his dad. It was like Garrett Jose Trevino. So his dad calls him up and goes, I got to be second. He goes, no, there's an open bid for 25000 <laughs> <laughs> The dad goes, I'll take second for free. He goes, yeah, that's a good idea. Damn right. <laughs> I got to send you the skit. The guy is good, though. And remember, I, because I think I said this before the podcast, so let's just put it during the podcast. What is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of their women. That is good. Words to live by. <laughs> no, that was Bernie Mac's words to live by. No, this is words to live by, too. <laughs> Conan, what is best in life? Let's just put it again Because I I can't do a good Arnold Conan What is best in life To crush your enemies See them driven before you And to hear the lamentation of their women That is good That is good (laughs) (laughs) I just heard that dude in the background That is good (laughs) (sighs) Wrong video That's how we do it yeah, I had the the soprano one that I sent you, but we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna do that. No, I, I don't think we're doing that. One. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, that that, that racist is all fuck. <laughs> oh, that's 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 racist. That, that, all that takes fuck. it to a whole nother level. And you would know because you know those words in, in Italian. You know what they mean. I don't if know. You don't know what it means. No, you know what's fucked up. No, I, just the last one he says, the one with the M. Yeah. I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but that sounds racist as all fuck. Oh, yeah. That is racist as all fuck. <laughs> that makes the N word look like an elementary school level <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's. Uh, and I like his justification of. Gonna, uh, I like his justification of it. Yeah, because I got black business associates that wouldn't appreciate. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you, you uh-huh. racist son of a bitch. <laughs> you racist son of a bitch. <laughs> you take that shit on to a whole nother, though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anyways, so I was saying, uh, talking about that, that dude that used the, those words <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, in church, and talking about like, see the difference between being fake and being real. You know, that's that's the point I was trying to hammer in. Not not so much the language. But the appreciation that you have, like, okay, we accept you as is. That we're not trying to change you. We're not trying to mold you. We're not trying to turn you into something like like a, a prefabricated product. We understand that each individual goes through their own thing. And God is the one that has to deal with the person individually, not collectively. Because we're not... Yes, we are a, a collective of people that go in there. But each individual is... A, is uh repeating the same word again an individual you are yeah. you have your own stuff that you're dealing with and i can't just use the same method 
that I'm using for one dude to use it for the whole block. Like, I'm not the same as this dude and vice versa. So it's God's job to deal with us. Like, if he's real, let him do his thing and not be a religious a-hole about it and try to uh, sugarcoat it and mold people into a thing. Like, mm-hmm. like if you really seeking God, like, you, you just... You know, accept the person as is and let God deal with that person. Don't try to make it about how what you think about it or what you say things, because that's how all the religious wars start. <laughs> you know, no, my version of God is this. No, my version of God is that. My version is this. My, and then we start fighting over a version, what we think of an, impo- an immortal, uh, all-powerful being that we have no comprehension whatsoever to even begin to understand what, what that being is. So I'm like, yeah, you know, just accept people as is and take them for what they are and leave the whole changing thing up to God. Let that be his thing. And you just do you. That's my philosophy. And that's why I like going to that church, because they accept you as is. I wouldn't know if they would accept me after listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think if anyone ever listens to this podcast from your church, they they'll might be like, ask you to leave the moment you walk in. Yeah, they'll be like, uh, yeah, you're not welcome here no more. <laughs> Just respectively turn around and take your ass out. Yeah, I know you play bass for us, but no, thank you. You're like too dark for us, man. <laughs> like you, you bring the whole place down. <laughs> What in the whole? You know what? Just leave. <laughs> You're like you said. You said what? <laughs> you said what? No, 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 no. That, that. Don't let the door hit you in the ass with <laughs> the crack of your ass on the way out. Exactly. But we don't have to worry about that. And only two people listen to this. <laughs> okay. Those two people are. This the, might be their therapy, actually. <laughs> They might keep it. They might keep it a secret. They don't tell nobody. <laughs> tell nobody. You just keep it between us. Speaking of keeping it between us, you heard what Scottie Pippen said. I, I think Scottie Pippen played basketball, right? Not football, so we can't say yeah, he yeah. had like CTE or anything like that. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, he did play in the late eighties, early nineties, and there was some smashing in the in the physical beating the crap out of each other since not smashing mm-hmm. in the bed <laughs> well no that's michael jordan's son doing oh okay, sorry. you went there <laughs> sorry i got a little ahead of myself <sighs> you just bur- burying the lead aren't you <laughs> burying the lead aren't we <laughs> so uh yeah it seems that man because all of this started from the last dance right all of this started from the last dance because before this, before the last dance, I I, I would think. I mean, we we're not into we're not we. Who the hell are we to be in the inside <laughs> to know the lifestyle of these two individuals who have more money in their pinky than we will ever make in our lifetime? <laughs> but I would think, and and the evidence would show that before the last dance, I think their relationship was kosher. It was okay. It was okay. I it, mean, I, I won't be saying that they were the best. Bro- they were brothers. That they were the best not friends. Like they were before. No, no, but they were okay. They were but, decent. Yeah. But then the last dance came, and you got to understand, Jordan had a final say. So of course he was gonna fellatio his own dingling. He was, and 
What, is there embellishment in, in what they were saying? No. Is there embellishment? Like, uh, the dude was the greatest basketball player of his day. Mm-hmm. And were they lying? No. Did they lie? No. Not at all. Could he been more gracious and talking about uh, other uh, teammates? Yes. Yeah, he could have, but but did he want to? No. Fuck him. <laughs> that was his attitude. Fuck him. Live by. Fuck him. That was his attitude. Fuck him. They can go fuck themselves. They didn't know shit. It's Michael Jordan's show. This is a Michael Jordan show. It just happened to be called the last answer because got to remember that there's some other people in this damn thing. But guess what? This is my show. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah. This is my show, damn it. So, and it's not like he didn't show love to Pippen. He did. He said there should there wouldn't be a Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. And every time you talk about Michael Jordan, you have to talk about Scottie Pippen. He said that. Then he said that in the uh, 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 on the documentary. He did say that. So he was not. It's not like he didn't acknowledge Pippen. Now we all know what that documentary showed in terms of that uh, game winner. Of Chicago in 94 uh, 93 I think 93 94 I think uh, 93 I think it was That Tony Kukoc took the shot And he wanted the shot Scotty wanted the shot but Phil Jackson Gave it to Tony and Tony Kukoc And Scotty Now is saying that That was a racist move on behalf Of Phil Jackson Um, How many championships Phil Jackson has won. He he's he's he ain't got like eleven ring of the mouth. He's like eleven ball. championships, I think, right? Because I think he didn't break the record. Uh, 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 Red Allerback. Uh, well, well, what do you want with the the Bulls? Three, four, six. Mm-hmm. You want six with the Bulls? Six with the one. Bulls. Three, uh, three or four with the Lakers. I don't know. And then he has two of his own. Uh-huh. The Knicks. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, like, this dude has helped more black people. <laughs> I mean, the only other guy that's helped more black people <laughs> than Phil Jackson. <laughs> oh, my God. He's an 11-time NBA champion as a coach. Dude. The only other pa- a man that's helped more black people in the NBA is Pat Riley. <laughs> it's it's Pat Riley and Phil Jackson, and the rest can go fuck their mothers. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty so much. One. So mm-hmm. you're telling me that this individual who has the second most championships, I mean, we can't compare to Pat Riley. Pat Riley... Dude has been involved, literally, as a basketball player, as a coach, and as a GM, has been involved in 25% of the NBA's finals. <laughs> Pat Riley has. 25% of the NBA finals so far has been the involvement of Pat Riley. He's been involved in some way, in some capacity. Goddamn. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Now, the second guy coming next to him is Phil Jackson. And you're going to tell me, a man that has taken more, so many black people to the promised land, actually to the championship, and you're going to tell me he's racist? 
You don't tell me he's racist? But that's not the, the comment we, we were trying to get to, uh, Scotty Pippen. This is about Jordan. Mm-hmm. He said this week that Jordan, at the beginning of his career, was not a great player. That is fucking blasphemy. 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 This is a man that in 1986, Larry Bird, in all of his glory, in all of his powers, in his mother-loving prime, said, and I quote, that Michael Jordan was God on gym shorts. In 1986, 87. We're talking about a Jordan that haven't even peaked yet. And He's still wet behind the ears. This dude hadn't peaked yet, and Larry Bird was already calling him God on gym shorts. And if you know who Larry Bird is, a compliment coming out of that man's mouth is earned, not given. It is earned the hard way. You got to impress that man to get a compliment from him. You got to impress him. And guess you what? Hear a crazy story about Larry Bird. Real quick. Go ahead. He was actually was supposed to be a Nick. So well, they don't lost out. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was, um, they were um back in the day. What you can do is is you can draft a player, and if they go back into college, you still earn the rights to them. They don't do that anymore. Hmm. Um. Basically, right now is if you come out, if you get drafted and you go back into college, you know you pretty much lose the pick. So anyway, they they, you know. You know, Bird told them, well, I'm going back into college for one more year. You can draft me, but you won't have me. But you'll still earn the rights to them. Hmm. So the Knicks didn't draft him and picked another player. And the next year he came out and he went to the Celtics. And you know, the rest is history. Mm -hmm. So once again, the Knicks (laughs) find a way, find a way to to fuck themselves. (laughs) <laughs> Minky juice themselves. <laughs> throw, yeah, well, you a na- throw a napkin on themselves. Like, here, clean yourself. You're done. I just done finished fucking myself. <laughs> clean your asshole. Fucking <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, I've, yeah, go ahead. Go, returning back to the whole Pippin shitting on Jordan. Why? Like, I get it that your that, that that your ex is getting fucked right now, but Michael Jordan's kid. <laughs> Here, I put it better. Michael Jordan's offspring. Michael His Jordan's offspring. <laughs> Michael Jordan's grown ass minky juice is fucking your ex wife. <laughs> I get They're that. They're all over. Fucking social yeah. media on the beach and so the, the boat on there and that the they take M- Scotty Pippen's money. MJ v- version two is Mickey juicing <laughs> his ex. <laughs> He's spraying all that Mickey juice. <laughs> God knows how many times. Probably Ric Flair in that. 
Vinnie Mac that. Oh, damn. That's... Will Chamberlain that. If we want to put it in basketball terms. <laughs> and that man is legendary. <laughs> Chamberlain is legendary in that department. Any hoodles. And I get that. That's humiliating. But what? Look. Whatever the offspring of Jordan is doing to your ex ain't got nothing to do with Jordan doing that to her. It wasn't Jordan who did that. Like, how do you come up with such a state? I mean, and the interesting thing is that everybody, this is the first time I've seen that every single sports critic under God's green earth have you sung the same song in unison like have i have, have you ever been tired of hearing the lebron versus jordan debates but at this time everybody shut that shit down and just in one voice said go fuck yourself Gary pippin go fuck yourself shut your fucking mouth are you fucking crazy? Are you asinine? Are you stupid? What the F is wrong with you? I mean, the best one was Stephen A. That was the best one. I, You know, he has his own podcast now. Mm-hmm. And I saw I the saw clip. Oh, I saw, I it. saw it. And you know, he takes his sweet ass time. <laughs> Since that's his show, his time, he can, t- he can say unfiltered. He can say and do whatever. He, he can he say wants. unfiltered. His true and honest to God opinion. And he just took deep breaths. He was like, Scotty, I love you. (laughs) But you out of your mind. You out of your damn. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. (laughs) When you see that he's repeating the Jordan's full name, you know shit going about to go down. I saw that rant. I was like, wow, this is epic. <laughs> this this scorch earth, this dude went out there. He went scorch earth on Scottie Pippen. And I thought it was just him. No. Everybody. Everybody in unison has buried Scottie Pippen. Like, is this dude still selling that book? Is he still on tour selling his book? Scottie Pippen? Yeah. I don't know. Because that book been out for a minute now, right? That book been out for a minute. Probably. I I don't pay attention to that guy. That guy, is he's on that good drugs. He done lost all credibility now. Like, how can you believe anything that comes out of his mouth? Saying something so asinine and stupid like that. Like, again, I'm not the biggest sport guy in the world, but... I lived through those three, six championships. I I saw, I lived it. It's not like I saw, I had to see the last dance. No, no, no. I lived it. I was there in the heyday of the NBA when Jordan was king. It yeah, was. I don't think it, that book is still up because that shit came out in 2021. So if he's still touring on that shit, he's just trying to squeeze out every single penny he can he can get. Like, what is it? Like, that, this is the question that Stephen A. was asking. Like, do you really need to sell those books that badly? Or are you just sore that MJ's kid is sticking it up uh, your ex-wife? Yeah. 
That's what, exactly what it is. Yeah. You just saw about that. Like, dude, like uh, the best guy that I saw was a guy in, in ESPN. He, he was a former NFL player. No, 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 no. A, NBA player. He said that he, he saw the beef that uh, uh, Kevin Garnett had with uh, this dude in, in Boston. Uh then he went to the uh, then he went to the uh, uh, the Heat. This this guy the Ray th- Allen. Ray Allen, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a beef. They had a, a brief beef, but then something happened. I think uh, Ray Allen had a, like a a, a a medical issue, and they reconciled because uh, Kevin Garnett was like, "If this dude died, and we were still beefing, I would never forgive myself that I stopped mm-hmm. talking." And, and he said. And these are 48-year-old men. These are men in their late 40s. He said, Pippen, you're 58 years old. What the hell, man? You're in your late 50s, and you still holding grudges like you were a damn kid? Like, what is wrong with you, man? You need help. You need help. Like, what the hell has Jordan done wrong to you? What is what has Jordan done wrong to you other than being a supportive friend, helping you make money with Nike deals, helping you make yourself like you live a good lifestyle now thanks to those Nike deals? And guess who opened that door for you? Like, you know, independently how you feel that maybe you, like your position was not as valued as it Again, he screwed himself with those deals with the Bulls. He screwed himself. He said that contract. I mean, the boss of the team told him, this is not a good deal for you, son. This is not a good deal. You're going to be making pennies. Like, oh, no, I just want my guaranteed money. And guess what? The league grew and time passed you by. And you were still making little, little trinkets of money while Jordan was reaping all the benefits. But rightfully so. Guess what? People put had eyeballs on that league. Why? Because number 23 was ruling the world back then. Like the NBA was the NBA back in the 90s. Guess to who? Because of Jordan. And to pretend that that's not real is stupid. Of course they had to pay up. There's some people that fucked themselves out of money from the NBA. And just not just Pippen. No, I know it's, it's a long ass list of people that fucked themselves over for it was, for it low was balling themselves. They low balled themselves. No, they betted on themselves and and they just it. So no. this is player like Charles Sprewell played oh, in the late nineties for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about, right? Mister Choke Artist. <laughs> the dude literally choking people. Yeah. Well, he what? came to the Knicks. And Didn't he, he choke? Was it PJ Carlissimo? Think was, so. I think it was PJ Carlismo that he choked out. He was on Golden State, I think. At the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he cleaned his act up when he came to the Knicks. Great he better player. Him. Yeah, good he player. was great. He was, he was great. great they, he signed with, I think he either got traded to Minnesota or he signed with Minnesota in the offseason for like a year. And then they gave him, then Minnesota was going to sign him back. It was like um, a three-year deal worth $21 million. Uh-huh. This dumb asshole. Was like I can't even feed my kids with that money. What the? F- so Minnesota goes, okay, bye. Never played in the NBA again. 
It was a and bunch. now he, they repoed every single thing he owned because he wasn't making enough money on those spinners rims because they stopped buying them. People stopped buying them. He was the original person that came out with those rims that kept spinning. And no one and no one buys them anymore. So, so he, he, lost, he everything I repoed his yacht, his house, everything. He never got to reap the benefits of his work. Nope. And he could still go at the time, but with that mentality, people in the in the early two thousands was like, "Fuck you, then." Yep. Even Pippin, Pippin spent his money. And he was broke at one point. He spent a he spent like two or three, I think, no, four million dollars on a plane. He bought a plane. What the f four? Then he figured out he needed another two to three million to make it fly. Oh my god. The plane wasn't flyable. So he basically got screwed. <laughs> basically, his homework. basically, he got screwed. Like you, you buy something uneducated. You, you, you ain't got nobody to blame but yourself. Educa- the NBA makes NBA players when they first come in now get an accountant. Yes, because you, they basically. Look, we ain't gonna go. This is gonna be a whole tirade for another thing, but like they basically get into the league uneducated in life. Like well, a lot of these guys don't even go to college. Well, now they do. They go at least in one year. But before, yeah, but they went. They, they could have come right out of high school. They have no education on how to manage money. You know. Like you put a million dollars into a kid that never had that kind of money, that kind of scratch in his life. They're just gonna go buck wild. They think that there's an, an unending source of money that's just coming in all the time, and they don't know that that thing is finite. That thing has an end, a, a, an expiration point. And like, if you want to live a certain lifestyle, you have to maintain that. And to live that lifestyle, you got to be earning. And these people, they just like to look the part. And have this all this paraphernalia next to them, and having all these giant cars, giant houses with eighteen rooms. Well, who the hell needs eighteen rooms? <laughs> and buying houses in places they should—they didn't even never looked in that place at before in their lives. Moving half of the neighborhood in there, and having a bunch of quote unquote homies that ain't looking out for you. They're just looking out for for their pockets. Then, five years later, and I'm being optimistic, <laughs> being optimistic here, you know, five years later, they're broke at, they, they broke as a motherfucker, and guess what happened to all those friends you helped out up on the way? Bye. Because yeah. you only like when you got something on your money, in, in, in the pockets. You only love when you got something on the pockets. Like, your true friends, those are... Few in between, and you can count them with one hand, and you still have a bunch of digits left. Mm-hmm. That's how. I, that's the the sad part of life, man. That's the sad part of yeah. life. Shaq almost went broke. He had to wise up. Some some person got him wised up and said, "Listen, you keep spending the way you are." He had to wise up. That's the thing. Like he got himself a nice. 
black on black Mercedes, and he, when he brought it home, his dad was like, where's mine? <laughs> so then he went out and got his dad a car and his mom a car and then bought them a house. Like, you don't... Look, one, I'm, I'm, not, told him, yeah, I'm not the most frugal do. person in the world. I'm I'm not super frugal, but I know that I can live within my ne- means. You know, I I can I understand that if I don't like, for example, I want a new uh, laptop. Can I afford one right now? No. Then it it is what it is. You wait, wait until it can be. Wait until a moment that opens up that you can do it. If you can't do it right now, you ain't going to stop eating or feeding your family just because you want something. That's stupid. So you got to be like smart about these kind of decisions. Like you ain't going to go yourself into debt for something that you can't obtain right now. Like if you can't have it and you can live without it, hold on. Tomorrow's another day. You don't know what's coming down the pike. You don't know what's going to happen. Things could be ending up better. Things could end up worse. What if things go down south? And now you ain't got the money to pay that that loan you took out. Then you fucked yourself. You screwed yourself. Yep. That's what happens. So, you know, you got to be smart about these things. And fortunately, in, in the sports world, you see a lot of people that just screw themselves. Well, yeah. I mean... The NBA is a business, so yeah, you got to see yourself like you're a commodity. You got to see yourself that you're a commodity. So, like Jordan was the first one that I think that really understood business wise what to do. And he marketed himself as a product, and he put himself as a product to this day. Like I saw a, comp- a comparison, Nike was expecting back in 1984 when they when they uh, signed Jordan uh, Jordan deal with the, uh, with Nike. They were expecting to make $3 million a year. Then it ended up being that they're now making $3 million an hour nowadays. They make $3 million an hour. An hour. And just imagine if they made that shoe, it would have fit anybody. No. Like, for me, I'm a, I have wide feet. I wouldn't be able to buy, buy those shoes. Just imagine if they made shoes just I'm, I sh- I'd be able to wear. Mm-hmm. How much more money they will be printing? That's true. Dude just bought like a four point six million dollar car, and he can afford it because he's he's raining money twenty four seven. He makes that in an hour. It's like it, like if you can afford it, like smoke them if you got them. Like if you got the money, God bless. Live it out, man. Live it out to the fullest. And there ain't nobody on earth. That can say that he didn't earn it. He Shaq, earned it. Shaq wised up and look what he's doing now. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to wise up. You can't just let life and expect like things. Oh, it just happened. No, you got to wise up and you got to be smart about things. Got to smarten up. Dude could have been richer if he would. Some the owner of Starbucks was going to wanted him to go in. And he ain't hurting now, man. Don't worry about it. Don't I know worry. he ain't hurting, but <laughs> just imagine. He's like... Do you ever see any black people drink coffee? He th- that guy put in the stores by himself. <laughs> Multi million dollar stores. Well, he owns Papa John's now. He has a cut in the general. Well, he has a cut in Papa John's now. Yep. In the yeah. general, he does a lot of other things. Yeah, he's loaded now, and plus the deal with uh, TNT doing a commentary for the uh, for the NBA analyst. 
He's making mm. a, a crap load of money. In no, that he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't hard hurting for money, I tell you that. Yeah, and he owns his own sneakers? Yeah, because he signed the, he was going to sign a Reebok deal, and it was like out of this world. So he went into a store, and his mother came to him and goes, how dare you sell these shoes for this amount of money? I can't afford this for my kids. He called Reebok that night and says, the deal's off. And then he called the shoe designer and he says, I'm going to make these shoes. And I wanted to make them affordable for everybody. I had one of his. I had a couple of his. Yeah, I had one of his. When he was in, when he was in the heat. It had the number 32 yeah. on it and everything. It had so. his logo and everything. So, yeah, I mean, we we ended up going uh, going Greg Cuckoo at the beginning. Now we go all serious and, and stoic and talking about being frugal and taking care of your business. So I, I feel that we have to fool out. What? We have to act a fool. If they don't like him, fuck him. No, no, no. Ain't that the truth? God expects you to do what the Lord wants you to do like those of you who realize that that the lord wants you to give generously into his church amen don't ask no questions don't ask how come uh, 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 why come the pastor have to have him a nice house uh, why come uh, uh, pastor got to have a nice car uh, don't ask i said don't ask i said don't ask no questions just give the money just give the money just give the money <laughs> and of course we gotta go ranch oh, oh ever- i fucking hate ranch i don't know how the fuck people can eat that shit i don't know how people can eat ranch I'm like when i go to a place and i say you oh you have wings and they say it comes with ranch. I get up and leave, even if I don't get the wings. Because if you're going to serve wings with ranch, I don't want to do business with you. <laughs> I don't want to do business with you. I'm very easy. I'm very fucking easy. So wings must be done with blue cheese? Blue cheese, yeah, like the way they invented in Buffalo, New York. If you're going to do something original, <laughs> do it original. You're going to show up with that ranch that smells like somebody's ass. You ever smell They're saying ranch? that ranch is starting to replace ketchup. Yeah, that's good. If you're ways. a fucking hillbilly and you want to taste the ass in your mouth all fucking day. <laughs> I hate that fucking ranch shit. Don't put it close to me. Don't put it around me. It's either blue cheese with wings or go fuck your mother. That's the next shirt, all right, please? You're going to give me a fucking uh, ranch with fucking wings. I can say Blue cheese with wings you can fuck your And the last one. The last one. We got to go there. Boy, just be yourself. If people don't like it, if you're being yourself, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them up against the wall. Where handcuffs on them, crazy through all their lips. That's all you do. Words to live by. Oh, how did it go there? <laughs> no, just do the last one, please. Please. Jawbone? Yeah. Oh, my God. I knew you. You know. They really know what? Man, back in the day, your wife just sucked on me. Well, I know you know you're a lucky man. 
<laughs> you scum sucking son of a bitch. That's my That's home. my whole you uh, my wife you talking about. Now I remember. I even remember your name. They should call you Jawbone. <laughs> okay. Life is good now. <laughs> <laughs> we are complete. <laughs> Let me do this. Wait, wait. Oh no, no. This is this ain't it. This ain't it. No, sorry. Anyway. So yeah, this has been whatever this is. <laughs> this is a Husky's Bamboo podcast. You can check out our social media. Wait a minute. We're, we're, we're going now to the outro. You can barely hear it. Yeah. I can't hear it at all now. How about now? Yeah. Okay, so... Now, this has been the Husky Babu Podcast. Remember our so, uh, our website, huskybabupod.com. Social media, Husky Babu Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter basically is dead. <laughs> our, our, our social media, mine is that Ariel Duran and, jo- and Jonathan's is Johnny Boy 426 Yes, sir. Yeah, so search us there. T Public Store, eternally 30% off. Every week. Every week, so... Get it when you get it. And this has been the Husky Bible Podcast. We're signing off. And hopefully. Peace out, everyone. Stay black. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Peace. <laughs>